Welcome to the Money GPS. You came here for the truth. So let me unveil that for you. I want to share all of these new developments that have come out. The first thing I want to talk about is recession. Are we in one? And of course, talking about official terms. And what does that look like? The second thing is let's dig deep. As we move through the articles and the charts, I want to show you a couple little nuances that I think are extremely key at this time. And the third thing is the major moves that are taking place geopolitically. I'm talking about India in this one. I've also got some other information. Let's begin. Here we have it. Recession risks are piling up and investors need to get ready. Bond yields, price crunch, and the Fed pivot point to a downturn. This is an important week right here. This is extremely important, in fact, because on Wednesday, the Federal Reserve is going to make their decision. Are they going to increase interest rates as they said they will do? Or are they going to back off from that and say, we will wait and revisit this at a later date? Many have said that this is happening, but not to the 50 basis point or 0.5% that was initially going to be the consideration. Although, I, you know, I didn't really see that happening. The 25 basis points at a time or a quarter of a percentage point, that seems more likely. Even after one of the worst starts to an equity trading year in history, the market upheaval might just be getting started. Ominous signs are piling up that more turmoil is still coming, as key indicators point towards a potential recession. That could deepen the market route triggered by the Fed, leading a hawkish shift among central banks and a war in Ukraine. Because you remember, what we're seeing in the markets right now today is really just a continuation of what's been happening. Really, since November timeframe, things have been getting real real wacky and i'll show you some of the charts around that this is the showing the uh treasury yield curve we are approaching you know that inversion point i've talked about this many many times over the years i can always explain it uh, more in depth if, you, if you're interested but for the most part i believe people know what it is and as soon as we make it over this line we're heading for danger territory now if you notice right there i'll bring out the highlighter if, if it helps you at all this right here this time frame uh was in fact like like I said, this was a big one. 2019, it was pretty obvious we were heading into a recession globally that was going on. And what happened? Uh-oh, now we had this big thing in 2020 where we got to pump out all the money through the quantitative easing. We've got to do the stimulus packages, get people, you know, get, get their paychecks happening. And you've also have seen this before, okay? And as I have said numerous occasions, it's not when it dips down below, it's actually when it comes back up that we tend to receive, see a recession that follows, okay? So I would be very cautious of that. The, you know, the yield curve inversions have been very accurate over time. Over time, the three biggest factors that tend to drive the U.S. economy into a recession are an inverted yield curve, some kind of commodity price shock, or Fed tightening. Right now, there appears to be the potential for all three to happen at the same time. It's extreme, to say the least, right now. And that's why I'm talking about this, and I am trying to make as many videos as I possibly can with this concise information. I will not go uh, you know, into, into rant mode here today, okay? I got a lot to cover. This might be a long one. Stick with me. Do not go anywhere, okay? Commodity shock. Sanctions against Russia exacerbate a spike in commodity prices. And you could look at that ammonia being on the list. Remember, ammonia equals higher food prices. That's what you need to know. Okay, look at this. World central bank set policy for economies shaken by the war. Fed takes center stage among the eight members out of the group of 20. 
Bank of England, Brazil officials may hike rates in the wake of the US move. This map basically just shows us that. So Tuesday, we got China. What are they going to do? They may actually cut rates. So the whole world is looking at increasing rates and China might cut rates again. Of course, you got the Federal Reserve, you got Brazil, you got Russia as well. Russia, we'll see what they do. I'd be interested to see that as well. In here, you could look at this, um, you know, along with China loosening their monetary policy, they have been expanding credit, trying to get the banks to loan, loan, loan out money because the GDP is slumping, the housing market is slumping, everything with Evergrande. Don't forget about Evergrande. I happened to bring that up when the, you know, when I saw China was there in the mention. I thought, let me check on Evergrande. It's been a little while. So here's your update. It continues to fall right now at uh, approximately the lowest it's ever been. It is, you know, 146 right now. And if I just bring the chart way, way back, you know, just take a look at this. By the way, it's kind of bottoming out because it's almost worthless. As you can see, you can probably see that over my head right here. Uh, if we go way back, way, way back, I could bring that. How far do you want to go? Look at it. At this peak right here, 27 back in 2020. 27. Down, 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 down. And all the while, the technical analysis is showing bye, 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 bye. But none of that's going on because of the loss of faith. Massive loss of faith that we have in not just um, in the real estate market in general, but but what happens to the collateral damage, even the domino effect. Here you can see the inflation. As you watch the inflation rise, it really puts a lot of pressure on the central banks to react accordingly. Okay, In this article here, they do talk about countries like Brazil, and they get into the fact that uh, you got some heavy inflation going on, and these countries here, especially when you look at emerging markets, when you have high inflation, if they don't take care of that, there's going to be riots in the streets. We already have food prices at record highs. We need more, um, you know, more food to be basically be, be outputted, and unfortunately, that's not the case. Okay, due to supply chain issues, due to you know what's happening with Russia and Ukraine, due to um, just there, there's a, a number of problems going on. Okay, so here you can see the QQQ, that's the NASDAQ, okay, the ETF representing the NASDAQ. And obviously, it has come down okay, over the last while. This right here is the KWEB peaking out right here. Um, this is the first quarter of 2021. Just look at this. Down, nothing but down. From 100 and, I don't know, let's say 103, down to... 24, right? And that is an extremely shocking. What is that, by the way? That's Chinese tech stocks. It's like the Chinese equivalent of the NASDAQ, okay? Just getting absolutely pounded. We should be watching because globally, a lot of what we had seen prior to, you know, the turmoil now in the markets had already been going on previously. And, you know, when you, when you put 2018 and 2019 over top of what we're seeing right now, some suggest that we could be actually headed for another leg down. So I don't know. I really don't know. But, uh, you know, I don't think the volatility is over. I really don't. And that's part of what we'll talk about here. Is this the time to buy the dip? You let me know. 
What do you think? Is this the time? Let me show you something here. March 18th has more expiring near the money uh, S&P open interest than any expiration since 2019. So basically, all that means is this week is going to be very interesting, very volatile. The options markets, this happens, you know, varying degrees, but it's a time in which we're going to see some volatility. It could be volatility upside or downside, but I can tell you right now, there's not much liquidity. That liquidity, I think I have one of those charts here, not having a lot of liquidity creates these volatile markets as well. Look at the look at this past week. You know, you see the market going up 2%, market going down a per percent and a half, like it's just swinging back and forth. The current SPX level is very close to the bulk of outstanding March options open interest. So we will see what happens over this little period of time. Um, it's going to be interesting, to say the least. S&P 500% of stocks above the 200-day moving average that continues to go down, okay? That is never a good sign. You want to see a lot of healthy stocks, a lot of movement above the 200-day moving average. Little tidbit that I wanted to mention when I pulled this up was simply that Paul Tudor Jones, his primary indicator uh, is the 200-day moving average. And when it starts, when it moves below the 200-day moving average, this is a time in which he starts to look to buy. He doesn't want to buy if it's above the 200-day moving average. So these are the type of things that the very super successful traders, investors do. They wait. They wait and they wait and they wait until the right moment. This is just showing us Goldman Sachs. Not that they have any relevance, I guess. But this is just giving us, you know, their baseline prediction uh, for the S&P is 4,700. The recession, in the case that there's a recession, 3,600. I think that's pretty modest. We'll see what happens here over time. Okay, now I have an extreme amount of information to get into, and I'm looking at the time here. I think I got to do a separate video. I really think I got to do a whole separate video. So let's do that. Okay, I'm going to show you some real depth to what we're looking at here. I will bring that in a separate video. I hope you do appreciate this. I don't want to go on too long. I want to give you the, the details, uh, you know, and not have to feel rushed. I want to give you everything. If you appreciated this information, hit that thumbs up. That's all I ask. Support the channel. Click that one button. Thank you very much. I'll see you on the next one. Take care.